0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah.
1: Welcome, welcome to the Brett
0: Boone Podcast.
1: Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now up to, to bat, bat, Brett Boone. Young Bucky Dent, uh, up in Miami, the sixth overall pick in the, in the draft, Major League Draft, uh, with the White Sox. Played the White Sox seventy three to seventy six. Uh, you're an All Star in nineteen seventy five, and as you mentioned earlier, Steinbrenner was said he was trying to get you. They make the trade. You go to the Yankees. You go from Chicago White Sox, and at the time, I don't know how much was going on there. Uh, but you go still a big city. You're in the city of Chicago, but there's nothing like playing in New York. Uh, how is the change for you? Uh, the expectations, like you said, George Steinbrenner expecting to win every year. Something I, I always loved about the Yankees still love and, and still think the world respects, uh, the Yankees is they do ex They, they don't rebuild in New York. It's every year you better win. Um, how was that change for you early in your career?
2: Well, it was it was easy because, like you said, you know, I played Chicago. i I went from a big city to a big city. I went from a team that you know we lost close to 100 games or 100 games in '76, and um, you know, I went from the owner of Bill Vec to the owner of George Steinbrenner. Um, always wanted to be a Yankee, growing up as a kid, loved you know, love the Yankees. Mickey Mantle was my hero. So, um, I, I was just like overwhelmed with being traded to go to New York. I love the Yankees and I wanted to play there. So I was like, really, really excited about going over and playing, playing for the Yankees. So, um, it was, it was, uh, one of the best days of my life when I got traded over there cause I loved them.
1: 77 and 78. It's, the more you get into it it's 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 a repeat but it's not a repeat i mean you're going through the same channels to get to the world series and you and you got the same same national league team at the world series two years in a row you go through that royals team who who uh i ended up seeing up close in 1980 dad dad's phillies and the royals hook up that's when i really got to see the royals cuz back then uh you know there was no winter league play so you didn't you didn't really see the other league. Whatever league you followed, you kind of followed that league and you didn't see the other league. Um first off, how good were those Royals teams that you beat in 77 and 78?
2: They they were really good. They they had speed, they had power, you know, they they could run, they uh, they played good defense, they had a good manager. So they were a, a good team, a, a really really good team. And and what you said was very interesting is a is it was American league and the national league back then, you know, and there was always that, you know, that mystique about, you know, I played in American league, my whole career. And until I got uh, a coaching job with the Cardinals in uh, 1991, I didn't really see how the national game was played that much because playing American league, you know, they got the DH, you don't see all the strategy. So I thought, you know, going over there then was fascinating, but, you know, the, going back to the Royals, they were really, really good. And those two teams, you know, there's a lot of teams that didn't like each other. And one of those teams was the Royals. The Yankees and the Royals didn't really like each other. It was the same thing um, as the Yankees and the Red Sox, you know. So um, it was always a battle with them. And and they had good teams. And, uh, you know, those games always went down to the end, you know. And, uh uh but you know the the yankees they for some reason they had a mindset you know that they just were not going to get beat they were not going to beat you you know we had guys that have been in the world series reggie catfish don gullett um you know we had some guys that had been through it so they know what to expect they got beaten 76 so now 77 you know was supposed to be the year we did it all and you know, it was that year we did. We come, you know, we won and uh, we were expected to win. George put a big expectation, but 77 was a year also that we went through an awful lot of turmoil. You know, um, the son of Sam, you know, all the other stuff that was yeah. going on, taking place. But the one thing about the Yankee teams that, that I played on, when they went between the lines, nothing affected them. There was one thing they were going to beat you. And that's the way they played
1: you know going back to those and and today for what I do and and on this side of the media and breaking down the game then the game now I I found that it, it's never been of course it's important I, I don't I don't want to mislead by saying it but it's never been a less important 162 games as it is now because there's more playoff spots than there's ever been. Back when you were doing this, and there were two spots, man. (laughs) There were two spots in each league. And so you're fighting. That 162 is obviously at a premium back then. I talk about teams today, and I'm thinking, well, as long as you can just hold serve and survive through the dog days of summer and you get that team lined up the way you want it to be, and you're a good team and finish strong, you're going to have a playoff spot because nowadays that's what's what it's all about. It's well, it's obviously nice to have home field advantage, this and that. But I think what's proving in modern times is the teams that kind of sneak in, get in last. I think the Phillies of a year ago, uh, they grabbed that wild card spot. Next thing you know, they're two games away from one in the world series and they're, and teams like the Dodgers of a year ago when 111 games, clearly the best team in baseball and they get knocked out by the San Diego Padres because they kind of just coasted. You know, I played on a team like that. We're start to finish. There was nobody ever even close to us and we get to right. playoff time. Next thing you know, we're going home. Do you like the, I, I think from a fan standpoint, and I try to break it down from both as a player standpoint and as a fan standpoint fan, it's very exciting. You keep many more cities in, in, uh, you know, are in the in the hunt late in the year. Obviously, that's why they do it. It's kind of an NBA format. But once you get to the postseason, man, that's a that's a you got a lot of landmines to go through. You got to win four series to win the World Series. Playing in both, uh, playing in that generation, uh, coaching, managing in a in a a more recent generation. Which do you prefer, the long format uh, and the big? You know a lot of playoff spots or, or the way you when you played the way it was where you got to fight for that one spot
2: i like the way the when i played because you had to win you know it came down like in 78 it came down to the last day of the season we tie with the red sox so you go and you play a one game playoff which the whole, whole world is watching because it's one game it's new york it's boston and that's the most pressured game i ever played in in my whole career Um, you know, yeah, uh, you know, they're adding more teams because of money. They're trying to keep cities, but I don't like it when, with the fact that a team can try and win the division all year long. And then you got a fifth place team, like you said, that sneaks in because they get into a wild card and they knock that team off because, you know, they get hot. And I I just don't think that that's right. You know, if you want to have... Two teams, the top two teams, and a wild card like they had a few years ago, that's different, you know. But I can't even imagine back when we when we were playing, you know, like in 77 or 78, you know, Red Sox, Yankees, we won 100. They won 99. Baltimore was always good. So now you take them and you take Kansas City and then, you, you know, you take all those teams and you put them in a round robin. You never know what's going to happen. So that – you know, winning division was, was so important. And, you know, to go through the division playing with those against those teams and you finally win the division, you go, Phew, man, but now, you know, I mean, teams are just scuffling just to get in the playoffs. And I, I just think it it's diminished the, the winning of the division because, you know, who, who really cares as long as you get in, like you said, who, who really cares? And I think that's taken away uh, a little bit, but, You know, the fans want it and that's what they ask for. But as far as what I would like, I'd like it the way it was, where, you know, when we played. 77,
1: you beat a good Dodgers team. uh, Win your first World Series. 78, uh, expectations in spring training? Oh, yeah. High expectations. Do it again. You better do it again.
2: Better do it again. George says, uh, you know, that's last year. Let's go. We, you know, we need to do it again. But like you said, you know, the Dodgers were really, really good baseball (sighs) teams. Uh, The Phillies, you know, in 1980, we won 103 games and got beat in the playoffs by Kansas City. And, you know, then Dick Hauser wound up getting fired after he won 103 games. But, you know, know, you're talking about in, in the 70s and 80s, the Dodgers, the Royals, the Red Sox, the Baltimore Orioles, you know, the Phillies. I mean, we were dreaming of the matchup in 1980 of playing against the Phillies in the playoffs, you know, it, it would have been really special because I was a fan of a lot of those guys that played on that team, you know, so it would have been a really interesting playoff. But, uh, you know, we wound up getting beat. We got knocked out. Kansas City finally beat us.
1: It was an interesting year in 1978, the way it ended, the way it ended with that one game playoff. And I went back and watched it before before you came on the, on the show. You foul. All right. So we let me set it up. So we finished the the Yankees and the Red Sox finishing a tie. We got that one game playoff. You're at Fenway Park, and it's your at bat that kind of changed things. Because at that that time, they had never, they still had never won. You know, 04, they end up winning a little bit different now uh, in in Boston. But back then it was, and you know, you lived the rivalry. You know better than anybody how much. animosity there was between the two cities and for me as a player i think it's awesome because it's the most i don't know everybody just cares so much about it and as an athlete uh i don't think you could pick a, a better scenario but it's the seventh inning you come to the dish you foul one off your foot and i mean that it seemed i'm watching the video i'm going I forgot about him fouling the ball off. I mean, it's like, it's like a, it seemed like it was a half hour in between pitches. You got the trader out, and I'm sure he's got that that freezer spray that we spray mm-hmm. on it just to get through the AB. Take me through that AB.
2: Well, what had happened, you know, is um, I had fouled the ball off in spring training, and I got a big blood clot just below my kneecap, and they wound up having to cut it out. So, actually, if I would have patented the shin guard that I was wearing, I would have been a skillionaire today, but – um, I had a bootleg shin guard. I took a little league shin guard and I cut it off and I wore a foam pad over because it didn't go up high enough. I put it over where I had the blood clot, but one game playoff, I said, I'm not going to wear it today. Heck would it forget it. You know, I'm just going to play without it. And, um, so when I came up the bat, I fouled a ball off my leg and I was like oh my god we only had 24 players that day Randolph was hurt so I knew I had to play because he had just pinch hit for Brian Doyle and um, I said I got to play so I'm in the on deck circle they're spraying it Mike Torres didn't throw any warm-up pitches the whole time that I was back he was just standing there he thought it wasn't going to take as much time so what happened was as I was walking back to the plate Mickey Rivers goes Hey, homie, you got the wrong bat. That one's cracked. I really wasn't paying attention to him. He gave the bat boy, and the bat boy came up to me, gave me the bat. Um, So when I got back in the batter's box, Mike hadn't thrown any warm-up pitches, and he had been trying to run that sinker in on me all day and throw sliders away. So when I got back in the box, I thought maybe he'd try and run a ball back in on me, and he did, and he, he missed his location. He got a ball down and in i was a pretty good low ball hitter so um i golfed it but i didn't know if it was going to go out i didn't know if it was going to get over the fence if it was high enough but uh i started running hard to try and get the second And when i rounded first i saw they had signaled for a home run and i saw strimsky's knee, knees buckled at the wall so i knew um, it had gone out but i didn't know it was a home run until i rounded first base but you know you're talking about the red Sox yankees Back then, you know, the games, the rivalries, each game was, like, intense. You know, those teams did not like each other. And when I came over in 77, my first series against Boston, I experienced it, what, you know, they had been talking about. You could feel the electricity. You could feel the, you know, those teams fought each other. You know, Munson didn't like, you know, Fisk. Pinella hated everybody, you know. Greg Nettles you know broke Bill Lee's shoulder a few years ago in a big fight. so the, the the tension and then of course the city of Boston never win and Yankees always win and there was always that electricity in the air in the crowds and um, you know they used to throw batteries and all kind of stuff. Uh, Mickey Rivers used to wear a hard hat in center field because they'd throw batteries at him in center field. Uh, so it, it was just but it was fun. You could feel it, but it was fun.
1: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro recharge kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. It is amazing because that's still too where it's like the Red Sox finally think we got them. We're going to beat them. You break their heart. Uh, you hit the th- the three-run homer to take the lead. You end up winning the game. Go on as a repeat. You beat Kansas City, a good team. Beat a great Dodger team. The Dodger teams of of, of of that time uh, we're kind of epic teams. Uh, you go on to beat them. You go on to be the MVP of the world series that year, 1978. And I wrote it down. I think you, you hit over 400 and you drove in seven runs in that series. Um, first, I want to ask you was, 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 any difference between the two 77 78 obviously when you when you have a great series you get you're getting the hardware maybe that adds a, something a little bit special but team wise was there a difference from 77 to 78 were they equally as
2: sweet they they were basically we're playing the same team and we had pretty much the same team um it, we started out you know we lost the first two games in in LA um and i'll never forget we're on the flight back you know and thurman's joking around and this and that and he goes look they didn't pick us to win the division they didn't pick us to beat boston in one game playoffs they didn't pick us to beat kansas city so we lost the first two gidry's pitching friday night he's going to beat him we're going to go on and win this world series and that's what happened gidry uh pitched friday night and Nettles put on a display at third base. I mean, defensive display. He made some unbelievable, great plays and we wound up beating them. And then Reggie, you know, if you remember, he threw his hip out in one game and let the ball hit him and it caused a bunch of chaos, you know, well, we went on to, to beat them four straight after that. You know, we beat them three at home, went back to LA and and beat them the final game. But, you know, I thought, you know, I was really surprised that that I won the Most Valuable Player. I mean, I was elated. It was something that was, you know, pretty special to me. But I thought Brian Doyle had a great series, Munson had a great series, Nettles had a great series. So any one of those guys could have won it. You know, so. Um, but as far as the games, you just don't forget those games. You look back on them and and you look and you see, the you know, the great Dodger teams that, uh, that they had. And, of course, then in 1981, I missed the 81 World Series because I was hurt. But, you know, they wound up coming back and beating us. We won the first two in L.A. and they wound up, you know, beating us uh, four straight. So uh, they kind of got their revenge on us. How does life change for you after that? Well, you know, I, I think life changed after I hit the home run. Right. That was a game that everybody was watching. It was a Jewish holiday. Um, everybody was home. Um, everybody remembers today. I get the Red Sox fans, you know, they say, Oh, I hate you. The Yankee fans go, I remember that. We love you. You know, we we're home from football practice or we skipped school. Everybody kind of re- knew that. And after it was all over with, you know, um, one of my dearest friends called me on the phone and said, you know, he said, let me say something. That home run is going to change your life. I didn't know what he meant. I said, really? And he goes, it's gonna change your life. And it did because, you know, it was I always say sports is a game of moments. And that moment was a big one in history. And people remember it because of Yankee Red Sox.
1: Yeah, it was Bucky F and Dent. Yep. I'll tell you how my uh, and and obviously you and my brother Aaron ha- have something in common absolutely it, two of the biggest home runs of the history of of uh you know it, it, it's Aaron F and Boone now but I I always knew where it started it, it started with Bucky F and Dent and now it's Aaron F and Boone I was in the booth uh when Aaron hit the home run I they MLB was trying a new third man in the booth it's 2003 I just finished with my Mariners and, uh, you know, we have a great year, but we don't make the playoffs. So Fox calls me and wants me to do the, I, I don't want to do it, but they <laughs> convince me they pay me enough that, all right, I'll get to watch my brother play in the playoffs. He's having a terrible series. And I remember talking to him about it before that game, because he was so worried about how, you know, and I'm trying to give him the big brother, you know, Hey, I've been there. I know what it's like. I know what it's like when you suck, you know, he does it in a pinch hit roll. And that's all I thought about it. I remember being in the booth, Wakefield's on the mound, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, he can't hit the conventional hitter pitchers right now. Maybe this wiffle ball game with the, with the knuckleball doing so good he hits the home run. And I remember just kind of being overwhelmed. I thought about your homer, and everybody knew about that homer. I said, that, it's exactly what I thought. That's going to change Aaron's life right there. Mm-hmm. A kid that just got over, he was a deadline trade. Uh, was having a rough series, just hit one of the biggest homers in the history of the game and, and how cool it was and how my life changes. People started telling me, Oh, you're Aaron Boone's brother. And Aaron was always my brother until that point, right. but it was really cool. uh You know, being there for a, for a sibling. And I was so happy for him because not too many of you guys out there have those moments like you said it was history it was defining in the history of sports uh there's a there's a handful of you in sports throughout the, all the all the major sports that have that have had a moment that big and it was pretty cool it was oh, pretty yeah. cool to watch. I, was
2: watching, I was watching that game you know it was kind of funny when it went into extra innings I said you know I said uh somebody with a B's got to hit a home run to keep the bees going you know babe Bucky, you <laughs> know you know Bernie some somebody and then I, I didn't get out of my mouth and you know your brother hit the home run and it was you know um in the stadium I, I still remember it was like electric, you know, when 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 he hit the home run. And that's the thing about Yankee Stadium was the you know playing there, the the crowds were always electric. And you know, the first World Series and Game six, when Reggie hit the three home runs, it felt like the stadium was just going to fall down because it was so electric.
0: 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.